Hey, I'm Nicole Renee, and I'm a big believer in the maxim that wellness is wealth. I've spent over half my life teaching people to get truly well, emotionally, physically, mentally, through fitness, self-care, nutrition, and mind-body practice. I absolutely love entrepreneurs as well. Whether you are a secret entrepreneur who has an idea, but you're afraid to go out and implement it and make it a business, or if you already have a business and have taken that big jump and have made your idea into reality. So when I'm not teaching about wellness, I teach entrepreneurs how to actualize their practice in all its myriad ways as the linchpin to creativity, leadership, happiness, confidence, authenticity, which then leads them to a deeper purpose and the courage to go after it. Remember, you can have all the money, people, material things in the world, but if you don't have wellness, you don't have anything. Everything begins and ends with our wellness. You can lose it all and always begin again if you have it. So wellness is the true wealth. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to Transcend Through Wellness, the podcast. everyone so this is your Monday motivation coming to you from Marin County um, I've had an interesting couple of weeks as I've launched my podcast and it's been quite a learning experience and I felt really called today to share something that I read actually by someone who was in a coaching group that I was in and it's all about this phrase that gets thrown around a lot, which you may have heard, that's called trust the process. Just trust the process. You've got to trust the process. I know you're impatient. I know you've been suffering. I know you want all of these things. I know you're doing the work, but just trust the process. So how many of you have heard that? phrase and thought, what does that mean, actually? And it was reading this post by um, this woman, Alyssa, who has done an incredible job of creating a space for highly sensitive people, which I am, and really including us in the conversation. And she posted about this, and it just resonated. And so I want to talk about it today, because it isn't just a cliche. It really is something that is meant to be understood and embodied, and there really is something to it. And so I'm just going to break it down a little bit as I understand it and how it hit me the other day when I read the description and just the full detail of, and it might also be where I am in my journey now too. It's true that we change Every day, every month, every year, we think we're the same person, but we're not. You know, maybe at our core we are, but life's experiences and our paths and the people we meet and the work that we do and the interactions we have and the experiences that we participate in, they do change us. And so sometimes you'll hear something at a point in your life and it won't resonate because you're just not there to receive it. And then there'll be a time in your life where you'll hear it again and all of a sudden it just lands. And so that's how it was with this very specific phrase that I've heard a thousand billion times in my life because I've been in the wellness and yoga world for decades. I'm a practicing 
I'm a student of yoga and meditation. I've also been a teacher since 2005, and I've worked with thousands and thousands of studio owners in the wellness industry. So it's something that I'm deeply familiar with. So let's break it down. Um, The way I understand it is this, is that trust the process does not mean sit back and do nothing and manifest on your couch and visualize the life you want to have and think great thoughts and everything will happen for you. That's not what it means. It doesn't mean that if something's unhealthy or feels wrong intuitively or makes you feel unsafe that you should just keep going and trust the process. It doesn't mean power through things that are deeply wrong or uncomfortable in a way that's not safe for your well-being, your mental health or your physical health or that you're feeling actual physical pain from. It doesn't mean that. Um, It doesn't mean fumbling around and, you know, continuing down a path where nothing feels right to you and that you're doing it because other people expect it expect it from you or that you're trying to live out somebody else's expectations of you so that's all the things that it doesn't mean right what it does mean is that exploring what makes you happy what makes you feel joyful what makes you feel good like work that's interesting to you where you find your attention going, whether it's podcasts or books or movies or people or conversations or activities that you're just like, yeah, I want to try that. That sounds really cool and interesting. And I've always been a little bit afraid to try it, but I'm going to try it today. We're naturally being called to it. Okay. That's part of trusting the process. There's something inside you that's pulling you in that direction. So that's trusting the process by following your intuition, by hearing the voice inside of you and actually believing it. I'm not talking about the voice that is negative and that, you know, reminds you of all your self-doubt. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the joyful voice, the voice that thinks that's cool. That's interesting. I love that. I've always wanted to try that. That sounds expansive. That's something that I could see myself doing or I've always been, you know, intrigued by. That's the voice I want you to follow. So that's trusting the process there. Step one. Step two is trusting the process also means being open to whatever guidance you're receiving to to take that opportunity, to send the email, to set the date for a conversation, to attend the event that sounds cool to you, to start writing in your journal, to make the phone call you've been wanting to make. It's also trusting the guidance within you to take those next steps in the direction of whatever you feel interested, intrigued, and joyful about. Okay, so that's trusting the process step two. So first it's noticing what you love, enjoy, feel intrigued by. Number two, it's listening to that inner guidance to start taking steps in the direction of those areas in your life, right? Baby steps, none of the things I've talked about, and they're just examples, are huge momentous leaps. They're baby steps. They're just little actions in the direction of what lights you up, right? So that's trusting the process step two. 
And step three is giving yourself space to hear your intuition. So everybody has a different venue for that or vehicle for listening to the inner voice or trusting a gut instinct. I'll give you an example. For me, that was yoga. That 90-minute or 60-minute class was a, a mental vacation from my thoughts. And that's what I used to say to everybody. It's a literal vacation from my thoughts. I get 90 minutes where I'm not thinking about anything. And it's such a relief because my mind empties and all I'm doing is looking in the mirror, doing the posture, listening to the instructor, instructor and paying attention to my body and the posture. And that just empties every single thought out of my mind for that magical 90 minutes. And it's so refreshing to not hear the thoughts that are on repeat. We all need a space where we can do that. And I don't know what that is for you. I'll give you examples though. Could be hiking, could be running, could be drawing, could be creating pottery, could be needlecraft, could be um, taking a walk, could be playing soccer, could be just horsing around and playing with your kids for an hour. I don't know what it is for you, but that's something that you need to find where you lose the internal dialogue and you get this mental vacation from the loop of thoughts that are in your brain. Because when you have that space, when you've given yourself that hour, that 90 minutes of spaciousness, the intuition can bubble up. All of a sudden you can start to get sort of hits or downloads or intuitive phrases that come into your mind. That's trusting the process step four. Step five is once you do all of these things every day, every day, then you have to surrender and let go and trust that all of the things that you've done so far from giving yourself a mental vacation from your thoughts to taking steps in the direction that make you feel joyful or lit up to engaging in activities, conversations, or content that makes you feel uplifted, up-leveled, where you feel more intrigued. All of that movement signals to the universe that you're ready for something and therefore sets into motion things that we cannot see or control or understand in the background. And it's by surrendering, letting go, and trusting as part of that process that you allow these things to come into your life and you recognize them instead of rushing past them because you're in busy, 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 go, go, go. I got to control everything. I got to do, do, do. And I have to say it's a really difficult thing for those of us who are A-type to grasp because we're used to making it happen, making it happen, getting busy, doing everything all at once. Our mind is moving a mile a minute with all our wants, desires, and needs, and we're used to um, getting active, getting proactive, and, and, and like I said, making it happen. But there's only so much of that you can do before you need to kind of just let go and let it simmer out there, right? And let things come and trust that whatever 
happens, that path that reveals itself to you is the path that's right for you. I was talking to my brother in March and I have not spoken to him in almost two years for a variety of reasons through no lack of love. It's more a lot of life circumstances has gotten in the way of a more deep, intimate connection with my younger brother. And we spoke in March for three hours and it started off with a lot of tears because it was a FaceTime. He doesn't live in the country right now. But he said something that resonates and I'm sure it'll resonate for you. He said, Nicole, after everything I've been through and there's been a lot of trauma, a lot of adverse circumstances and challenges, some that were brought on by his own choices and some that he never could have foreseen. He said, given everything I've been through and given everything that I've always wanted, I never could have predicted how it would come to me. That, that, that this path, that this journey would result in this end result of what I've always wanted. So he'd had this visualization, this dream that he had in his head, but he didn't know how he was going to get there. And that's what I'm trying to say to you is that we don't get to choose the path. We get to choose the visualization. We get to choose the steps we're going to take. We get to choose the thoughts we're going to think. We get to choose the little actions that we're going to um, you know, be brave enough to do. We get to choose the people we surround ourselves with or the experiences we want to have or the content we want to listen to that makes us feel a certain way. We get to choose all of that. What we don't get to choose is the path and how it's delivered to us because that is a mystery. And that's what trusting the process is all about. And it does require, require bravery. It does require courage. It does require taking risks. It does require meditation and reflection. It does require an inside knowing that things need to change. And maybe a, a thought around not knowing how that change is going to take place and feeling scared about that. That's a very human thing to feel. We like predictability. We like to know what's going to happen next. We like to chart the path and follow the path. There's a few of us that are okay with adventure and not knowing, but most of us like stability. Well, with trusting the process, it's following the intuition, taking the steps, and then surrendering. It's a very delicate balance. And I found that myself in my own wellness journey right now. There's a lot of twists and turns and ups and downs and thinking you're going the right direction and then all of a sudden there's a, a you know, you get sidelined and a lot of self-doubt. But I've got a good team of practitioners on my side. I've done my research. And I know that I'm on the right path, even if there are little hiccups along the way. So I take my actions. I keep my mind in a good place. I surround myself with positive people. I do what's within my control. I visualize the end result that I want to have, because I have a lot of goals and dreams, just like you do. And then I have to let go. And I have to trust 
that everything is happening for me and will happen for me and that it is happening right now as I'm doing all of these things I'm trusting the process it's work it's hard for me I'm an A-type personality but I'm getting better at it and I'm understanding what it means so I hope that's been helpful to you today and I hope I've encouraged you to start some of these steps in your own life and I'd love to hear from you what steps you're taking and how you're trusting the process in your own life you can DM me, you can follow me on Instagram at Transcend Through Wellness. I'm there a lot. You can go to my website and we can work together. It's NicoleChateau.com. I offer a free 15-minute consult. And I also have a lot of incredible coaching programs. I work with you one-on-one, -on -one, whether it's life or business. It's everything wellness. I'm there with you every step of the way because it's one thing to receive all this information and it's another thing to have someone there with you guiding you along the way and holding your hand as you do it right and so that's what my coaching programs are all about thanks for tuning in today share this with a friend listen subscribe and I'll talk to you all on Tuesday Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so glad you're here. I hope the content resonated with you, that you felt inspired, motivated, and supported. If you feel like it would help someone you know, then send it on over to them. You can share it on social media, email it to them, or text it. And even better, leave me a review. I love reading all the comments. I love looking at the ratings because it helps me create more content that will truly help you. That's the intention in which I created Transcend Through Wellness, the podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Transcend Through Wellness and send me a DM if you want to chat. I look forward to uh, checking in with you next week. And until then, remember wellness is the true wealth. Get out there and have a beautiful, beautiful day. Hey everyone, it's time for another uh, pep talk on Monday. Um, it's a beautiful day here in Marin County. I'm really enjoying the sunny weather. It really feels like um, summer is not over yet, which is nice, even though kids are back in school, including my own. She just started high school, and I have to tell you that getting my girl ready for freshman year I honestly don't even remember what I did last week. It was so busy, and I'm sure some of you can relate out there. But I want to give you a little Monday motivation, and here's what kind of struck me this morning. Now, all of you know, or maybe you don't, that podcasts have literally changed my life over the last three years. I find it an incredible medium for listening to content that is, whether it's entertaining or uplifting or motivating or educational, it doesn't matter. I'm just so glad it exists because as I've been in a very unique health struggle, I kind of lost my ability to read due to several symptoms that I had that made it difficult to concentrate. And so I would walk and walk and walk and walk and listen to podcasts. And I tend to listen to health podcasts, wellness podcasts because of the current struggle I'm in. And then my other go-to is always motivation, up-leveling, uplifting content from well-known coaches out there in the world. 
as a coach myself, I like being coached and I love that these people are right there with me talking about these subjects that matter a lot to me or getting me fired up or getting me motivated or putting me in a mindset that makes me feel like I can accomplish something today, no matter how I'm feeling. And I have to tell you, I've needed, I've needed that in the last three years. I needed it before my health challenge, but more so in the last three years. And podcasts are powerful. It's right there. You're listening to, it's almost like you know them, like they're your friend or something. And it becomes this relationship in a way where you start to follow them on Instagram and then you're having conversations and you buy their books and their courses and all of that. And so the reason I say all of this is that one of the interviews I just listened to was with Mel Robbins and um, the person who hosted the podcast is a coach of mine who I actually did her coaching program. It was a big group program two years ago, right was on, right when I was embarking on my health challenge. Her name's Kathy Heller and she interviews wonderful people, like tons of different people from all walks of life with all kinds of stories and Mel Robbins is a very well-known public figure who's been an inspirational and motivational coach for a long time, but she was new to me. And something that came across in that interview, two things. One, it's how that constant, almost automatic dialogue that happens in your head the minute you get up and look in the mirror You're automatically thinking what you haven't done, how you look when you get up, how tired you are, maybe, um, what a busy day you have, all the things you need to do. Um, You might even be like me and notice that like you've got gray hair and you just dyed your hair two weeks ago. Like all of a sudden we've got this running inner dialogue of all the things that are wrong or we have to do or the busyness of our life or some negativity about um, our situation or just all this endless loop and that's that can be stopped you know that's something that has to change we have to start our day looking in the mirror and appreciating what is good about us ourselves what is good about our lives and I'll tell you it feels uncomfortable it feels very uncomfortable to sit there in the mirror first thing in the morning and look at myself and not have those running dialogue thoughts that are sort of on the negative side, especially given what I'm going through. Um, it's easily from it's easy for me to nitpick myself or to sort of chastise myself for what I haven't been able to do and how everything has been derailed in my life, or how like my eyes look puffy today, or I didn't sleep well because I was having symptoms and now I. I I look very, very tired and exhausted or I have more lines in my face because the symptoms create this sort of um, muscle contraction in my body. It really affects the nerves. And so it's really easy for me to get on that bandwagon. And here's what's uncomfortable is looking in the mirror and appreciating what is good about myself, what is great about what I'm doing, something that I love about myself and sort of this kind, very gentle voice to use with yourself and support yourself literally when you get up instead of that other running dialogue. And it is a practice. It does 
take time to kind of get into that mode and to get comfortable with complimenting yourself, appreciating yourself, caring about yourself, patting yourself on the back, telling yourself you're doing a good job, that you have accomplished a lot and that your measure of worth isn't about how much you accomplish, that you're valuable just as you are in whatever way you're showing up today, you know, with whatever you're struggling with or not struggling with. And that, that does take practice and I am practicing. And I'll tell you a little hack that I have. I put post-it notes around my house. And so it's kind of funny. Like I have them on my front door. I have them on my mirror. I have them on my refrigerator. And they say things like, you are enough. You are enough. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. I have ones that say, you're doing great. Keep going. I have things that say, trust the process and do one thing today in the direction of your dreams. Just one thing. Um, I have post-its that say, you know, change your mindset. Reframe it. Notice the good. What are you grateful for? Like these things are around my house as reminders. And if it helps you to put the post-it notes around these places where you can see them every single day to change the running loop in your head, then do it. And interestingly, I actually asked my teenage daughter the other day because she's very self-critical. She's 14. That's, I, think, I believe that's when my inner critic really got loud when I was in high school, maybe even middle school. But she just started high school and her inner critic is super loud and she says things out loud. And we were talking the other day and I said, and what do you like about yourself? Like when you look in the mirror, what do you notice about yourself that you like? Instead of always noticing what isn't right, what she wishes was better, what she thinks is her, you know, are her weaknesses. You know, it's very easy to go there. So it starts young and we probably don't even know where it begins. And I'm not a psychotherapist and I'm not interested in going back. What I'm interested in is changing your thoughts today because your thoughts affect your behavior and your behavior affects your life, right? Thoughts affect habits, habits affect behavior, behavior affects your life because of your choices, right? Of How you choose to think about things. And so it is a choice. And if the post-it note strategy works for you, then do it. If listening to uplifting, uplifting podcasts and content and books and television shows gets you in a good mindset, then do it. I'm sorry it's loud. I'm outside right now. One day I'll have an office where I record these things and it's super quiet, but right now I'm outside. The other thing that Mel Robbins taught me that I think is very effective is that when you start to feel those anxious thoughts or you're feeling nervous about something or you find yourself sort of spinning a little bit, she taught me something that I didn't know, which is very, very simple. Instead of counting to five and taking a deep breath, count backwards. Five, four, three, two, one. And inhale and exhale. And as she explained to me, that actually engages the limbic area of your brain which sends a signal to your body to calm down. So it's the counting backwards that's an interesting reset. Now, I do a lot of limbic retraining in mast cell activation um, treatment due to my current health is issue. 
and it does require meditation and the retraining of the brain and there's some phrases that I repeat and to calm my nervous system and to calm the limbic system which sends out signals to the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system but her little quick tip there I've used it a hundred times in the last five days so try it the next time you're feeling like on a loop or worried or anxious or like you can't stop thinking about something try five four three two one inhale exhale and maybe close your eyes while you do it and give yourself a moment and you will feel relief so that's my motivation for you today change the way you're talking to yourself first thing in the morning if it helps to use my post-it note hack and do that and put the reminders around until it becomes habitual and then try her little retraining exercise by counting backwards and see if it makes a difference for you I'd love to hear if any of this works for you whether this helped you can DM me follow me on Instagram at transcend through wellness Share the podcast with a friend who needs to hear this. You just copy the link and send it to them or share it on social media and tag them. I'd love that. You can leave me a review and a rating if this has been helpful. And I just look forward to stepping in next Monday with another dose of Monday motivation. All right. Have a beautiful day.